Thanks for joining us now for Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. My name is Wayne Shepard. I'm here with Ed Cannon, president of FEBC. Excited to talk to you today, Ed, because you were in Ukraine just a couple of months ago, back in September of 2021. I don't think we've really talked much about that trip. I haven't. Wayne, actually, we went back to Ukraine for the purpose of dedicating a brand new studio that we had purchased and and fitted out during the COVID period. And because we couldn't visit it all, um, right at the end of what we thought was the end of COVID mm-hmm. uh, in the early fall, we visited, we dedicated the new building, yeah. gathered a lot of Christian ministry leaders from around Kiev and Ukraine and surrounding countries. We had uh, Christians coming in from Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, from Russia, from U- from Moldova. And it was a great celebration. And we prayed over the new building that it might be effective in its ministry. Shortly after that, the COVID cases Came rose back right back up. with a resurgence, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's currently closed back down again. So right. in God's perfect timing, we got over there to do that. Well, I'm glad you got to go for those brief days in September. While you were there for the dedication of the building, um, you sat down with a brother and sister, Edward and Alessia. I've met Edward when I was there on a previous trip, and I saw the old studios, by the way, in the church, and I'm so grateful we have this new facility now. But the two of them really, um, since the death of their father, uh, really run this ministry, don't they? Their father, who was uh, essentially we credit to having started the FEBC Ukrainian ministry, uh, died of COVID. He yeah. died during the COVID period, a fairly young man, mm-hmm. uh, but he had been involved for decades. He was totally blind, Wayne, and did Bible teaching on, their, Victor, on the radio. How we loved him. Yeah. He was a wonderful, godly man. Great father, obviously. Look at these two <laughs> uh, individuals. But something had happened. You know, you see, we, we say the COVID ramp back up again. But now what we're hearing uh, since this visit, and I'll go back to it in a second, but since that time, uh, it's made news in the United States that the Russian troops are building up the border between Russia and Ukraine on the eastern section. We don't hear this news in the States, do we? We really don't. Only recently it's made it into the news. Not exactly sure why. But our staff would tell you this has been going on for years. Um, thousands of Ukrainian soldiers have died in this I'll say it's a bit of a revolutionary up, uprising. Mm-hmm. There are Russian troops in Ukraine. We've known about it. We had staff killed, Wayne, as you'll remember, yes. a couple of years ago right. when the uh, when the separatists moved into Donetsk and Slavyansk uh, with a lot of aggression. Military force. They, they blew up one of our towers. They killed four of our broadcasters. Um, so this has been going on for a very long time. It's only getting worse now? Well, it— to our staff, it seems the same as it's been in Ukraine. The news that's coming out of the American news service is that the Russian military is building up much more heavily on the border, but we haven't seen a difference to date okay. in the country of Ukraine. Yeah. One note is that our radio ministry re- reaches both sides of this conflict, doesn't it? Well, that's right. Yeah, we've not only had testimonies coming from uh, native Ukrainians, Ukrainian citizens, but we're hearing comments coming from the Russian separatist soldiers Isn't that as interesting? well. Right. And, of course, the signals cross the borders. Of course, we have a broadcast in Russia as well. Hmm. So, interestingly, yeah. our most popular broadcaster who's aired in Ukraine in the Russian language also is broadcasting out of Moscow to the country of Russia. And literally millions of followers on his social media site. So he's speaking to both sides of the war. 
When you were there in September, you sat down to interview Edward and Alessia. We're going to hear that now. Yeah, it's a it's a really interesting conversation that we're having. Edward is the director currently of our Ukraine ministry. And so he's more the strategist, the business guy, making sure everything's working. And his sister, Olysia, is probably our most popular uh, broadcast host in Ukraine. She speaks to the people and, uh, well, they just have a wonderful team. There's so many more than just the two of them. But here's what they had to say about the birth of the ministry in Ukraine and how uh, God is using this staff and these resources to broadcast the gospel to the Ukrainian people. Here today in Kiev, Ukraine, with two of the most talented broadcasting people that I know, Olysia and Edward. Uh, they're brother and sister living in Kiev here, and they are a very critical part of our ministry in FEBC Ukraine. Great to be with you today. Hello. Hi. How Hello. are things? Yes, yeah. Why don't you tell us just briefly a little bit about the history of how FEBC Ukraine got started, what the ministry looks like, and... Um, inform our audience what it's like to be doing broadcasting here in the Ukraine. So everything started after the Soviet Union ruined, was ruined. We started working um, on Saipan Island. Ah, so shortwave radio. Shortwave radio. Ah, okay. 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 So the Christians here in Ukraine, my father was one of them. Mm -hmm. They were uh, recording the programs, then they would send it to Saipan, mm -hmm. and then from Saipan it would broadcast um, all over Soviet Union mm -hmm. and other countries. And this is in the Russian language or the Ukrainian language? Uh, it was purely Russian. Purely Russian language. But now you're doing your FM broadcasts and social media broadcasts in Ukrainian language, is that right? Yes, sir. Now we speak Ukrainian. We should, according to the law, speak about 80% of our broadcast time should be in Ukrainian. And we have a generation of Ukrainians who would appreciate listening to Ukrainian radio as well. So you say, according to the law. So this is the law to allow you to broadcast on the FM stations that you need to be broadcasting Ukrainian. First of all, it is the law that requires. And secondly, our country has changed. Last 10 years, the new generation mm -hmm. of Ukrainians, they're different from mm -hmm. the previous generation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard you tell the story of people that are listening to the radio simply because the broadcast is in the Ukrainian language. And secondly, then, when they're listening to their language, then they hear the testimonies in the gospel of Christ, and it fulfills the mission of the organization. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Simple answer. That's what I like. Okay, so I kind of cut you off just a little bit when you started talking about shortwave, and I jumped ahead in the future. So historically, I know FEBC in the Russian language for many, many decades was broadcasting and lots of testimonies from listeners to the Russian language shortwave. Is that right? So we had feedbacks from Russia, Belarus, from Ukraine. Mm -hmm. they, people would understand Russian, they would respond, and they would appreciate it yeah. from Saipan. But now we have different, absolutely different country after USSR uh, yes, fell, apart. Fell, right. fell apart. Sure, sure. 
And so now tell me, what does the ministry in FABC Ukraine look like? Как сейчас видишь, что да. это, да, что мы делаем в Украине? Да, на сегодня это, 20, это круглосуточное вещание 7 FM станций. So first of all, it is 24-7. So we, day and night, you can yes. hear Ukrainian, wow. Christian, wow. very solid and deep, you know, yeah. messages from here. Yes. Then we have yes. seven stations. И больше чем два с половиной миллиона человек могут включить приемы. And more than 2.5 million people can switch on the radio receiver wow. and listen to us. We are wow. not talking about social media, just people who can listen on uh, FM, FM stations. stations. Yeah. Yes. Да, это тысячи звонков. Thousands of calls who would call to our helpline every month. The feedbacks, the responses. Yeah, I want to talk about that helpline a little bit because you introduced me yesterday to some of your counselors. So you have a very well-educated, professional staff of counselors who are answering these calls from listeners. Yes, sir. We have about uh, 20 people who are professional, who are, you know, have passion and who can share and support and listen to our listeners who listen first to our radio. Mm -hmm. Then they hear the telephone number mm -hmm. and the broadcast would repeat it and would kindly invite. If you have your personal issues, you don't want to discuss in front of everybody, mm -hmm. please. We have a professional people, consultants mm -hmm. of Radio mm -hmm. M, FABC Ukraine who could listen to you and give you professional help. И это больше всего вдохновляет меня в работе, когда я смотрю эти свидетельства. It inspires me the most when I read their testimonies, when they, you know, write that listening to a radio, I called that telephone and then they helped me and I see this is the result of our ministry, the people being touched. И это вдохновляет вообще нашу команду, когда мы видим результаты нашей работы. This is what inspires our team when we see the results, the real people with real problems and with real help they could get from this helpline. I hope you can hear the passion in Alicia's voice and Edward's voice as they're talking about the ministry of FEBC Ukraine and the difference it's making in people's lives. Having been in broadcasting in the United States for very many years, I can tell you this is different. It's not speaking to the listening audience like most broadcasting operations are. It's speaking with the listening audience. It's being close to the listener. It's engaging closely in their personal life. And I too, Alicia, heard these testimonies from your counselors yesterday, the stories that they're telling, people calling in on the verge of suicide and looking for help that they can't get anywhere else. It's quite an extraordinary ministry. True. And talking to about Ukrainian language. My whole life, I was speaking Russian. Mm -hmm. After the events in 2014, I started speaking Ukrainian, but my Ukrainian was and is not perfect. Mm. But mm. my listeners, they speak even worse Ukrainian, mm -hmm. and we learn Ukrainian together, and mm. they forgive my mistakes, and mm. they can mm. trust mm. me mm. because I'm one of them, mm. okay? Mm. Uh, in the East, East, East of Ukraine, a lot of people speak still Russian, mm -hmm. but we learn Ukrainian together. We, you know, help to to change the mentality of our generation mm -hmm. with a very soft Ukrainian learning mm -hmm. with the Christian mm -hmm. values. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that Alicia is not the only broadcaster for FABC Ukraine who has garnered the trust of the listening audience. We have a tremendous staff here, great number of broadcasters who all through their FM broadcasts and social media broadcasts 
have have earned the trust and respect of the people here. And that's what makes this ministry so effective and powerful. And um, that's much to your credit, Edward, as you've led this organization uh, in a way that's not just a traditional, typical broadcast operation, but it's truly a ministry. You use radio to do ministry in the lives of people. And so we really uh, respect and appreciate how you've done that. Да, это я хочу сказать, что это правда Божья милость. То, что мы делаем в Украине, being mm. flexible and being honest and being being obedient to mm. what God is doing in mm. Ukraine. Mm. Well, it certainly shows that your leadership is, has made a huge difference in developing very quickly over a very short period of time this, this really extraordinary ministry in Ukraine. I think, was it only eight years ago that we were really just in the early stages of putting this together? And now here it is just a short time later, seven FM stations, a significant... Uh, presence on social media, a staff of counselors recording many, many testimonies and, and counseling many, many people in difficult circumstances. But now let me shift gears just a little bit. I know uh, I, I met your father and Alicia and Edward, as I said before, brother and sister, and a very important part of this ministry was Victor, their father, uh, who had a significant place in uh, establishing this ministry in the first place. He was an incredibly godly man. Could you just talk a little bit about the influence he's had on getting the ministry here in Ukraine started? Да, я помню, да, когда когда мы в то время, когда мы начинали в Украине, конечно, множество. So from the very beginning, he was developing, he was working hard, and then at some point he became the spiritual father and the one who would lead and guide and support us as a new, you know, servant. One of his very positive, you know, character traits, he could delegate, he could trust us, and he. He believed this is a new generation, the old, you know, firm foundation of Christian faith, mm -hmm. but you guys can do it your way. Mm -hmm. As, uh, but, but, you know, believe, we have a faith, we follow the faith, rules, whatever, but you can do it the way to approach. And several times he would tell me, my son, you have such huge possibilities and opportunities. My generation, I myself, I could, I could not even have dream about what you have. И это будет грех, если вы не воспользуетесь тем временем, которое the opportunity that God has given you. But I can assure you, um, you're doing a great job with that gift that God has given to the ministry of Ukraine. Our, our listeners don't know that just one year ago, your father, Victor, passed away from COVID. And I can assure you, if he were here today for this ministry, he would say, you have done a great job with the ministry God has given you. Uh, I am so proud to just be a tiny little piece of this extraordinary ministry here in FABC Ukraine. I knew your father and I know that he would be very proud of both of you for how you have gone on with the ministry in Ukraine. One more. 
if you would ask how he influenced my life and my ministry, I would say his, his sincere faith in God. I've seen my father at home, and he was the same Christian, mm. the same humble, mm. the mm. same loving father. And when I saw him at church preaching or before the, the, the microphone, he was the same. Mm. I saw the sincere Christian faith. Mm. Mm. It influenced my me completely. Mm. Mm. And now I have the you know assurance that Christians should, I know how Christians should live their lives mm. before the microphone at home, at church, at their jobs. Mm. This is mm. what this is what I want to give to my mm. children. Mm. The pure and honest Christian faith. Mm. Well, uh, this is Edward and Alicia from Kiev, Ukraine, uh, talking about the ministry of FEBC Ukraine. I wish I could introduce you to them in person, but maybe you'll have to travel here someday. Enjoy the borscht, meet our staff, <laughs> meet Alicia and Edward. Thanks so very much for your time today. Thank, Thank you, Ed. Incredible servants of Jesus Christ there in a very difficult spot in Wonderful. Kiev, Ukraine. Yeah. And, you know, as, as these two are leading this ministry in the midst of the struggles of COVID and now an increasing struggle in wartime situations between Russia and Ukraine, and on top of that, just having opened a new studio, launching new ministry platforms, let's pray for them yeah. in the struggles of, of this difficult time and at the opportunity of Christmas season, when we have uh, an open atmosphere from souls to hear the message of Jesus Christ. So let's pray. Father, we're so grateful for dedicated servants like Olysia and Edward, their father who's in heaven now after having died from COVID. His Lord, we're, we're just grateful for people like this who further a ministry in a dark place like Ukraine, for the staff there, for the resources uh, for the pastors who partner with FEBC Ukraine, we are grateful, Lord, and we ask that you equip them, encourage them, strengthen them, and and help them to speak the message of truth, especially this year at the Christmas season, so that when the people of Ukraine, despite the difficult circumstances they're in today, can see the hope that's only offered through acceptance of the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ and at this season of Christmas, Lord, we just pray you would see a revival of souls in the country of Ukraine. We, we're grateful, Father. Amen. Amen. Well, we will post any updates we learn at our website, febc.org. And let me mention also, Ed, that at the website, we have the Unreached in Focus Prayer Guide, which is a great guide for teaching you how to pray for the unreached in the world. So if you'd like to download that, if you'd like to sign up to receive that and your church receive that, go to febc.org, febc.org. Look for the Unreached in Focus Prayer Guide. I think uh, we'll stop there for this time, but we'll be back next week with another episode of Until All Have Heard. My thanks to Joe Carlson, our producer, and of course, the many staff and servants of Christ who work at the Far East Broadcasting Company. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of FEBC. Until all have heard.